1: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And hello once again. Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. You know that. Thanks for downloading the podcast and giving it a listen. Here's the recap for what you may have missed today, Wednesday. February 1st, 2023. Um, there was a lot of talk. It still is a lot of talk. There. The, the Green Comet, the first time that is breezed by uh, our planet in over 50,000 years. Kind of a little bit of excitement when you're um, talking about uh, uh, you know, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. And perhaps, while you're out looking at the comet, you may stumble across a rock and get kind of caught up in the moment and say, like, Wait a minute. This looks like a meteor. hmm Yes, a rock that has uh, survived the trip inside our atmosphere, and it's right here. Believe it or not, many people incorrectly say they find pieces of meteor all the time. And why it's incorrect is that the odds are not in your favor for finding them. Despite around 17,000 meteorites hitting Earth each year, ranging from less than a pound to up to 25 pounds, most of them fall in oceans, and most of the ones that do hit land are so small and unassuming you're never going to see it. Uh, unless you really, really get upon it. To put things in perspective, over the two centuries the United States has been here as a, as a nation, about 1,800 meteorites have been found. You have better luck and better odds of finding a diamond, gold, even emeralds, than you would finding a meteorite. But let's say, for the sake of our you have a meteorite. You want to know, is is it really a meteorite or not? There's three things you can do to see if this is indeed a meteorite. Number one on the list is that usually as uh, the meteors uh, come through our atmosphere and able to survive extreme heats, they're going to have an ashy black layer of fused rock around them. This is um, called the fusion crust, and uh, it can change over time depending on how old the um, how old the, um, the meteorite is. It might get like a rusty color. But if it doesn't have anything around that, uh, it's probably not a meteorite. Also, meteorites are generally heavier than other rocks of their same size. So they're about three and, a ta- three and a half times heavier than a typical earth rock. So if it doesn't seem heavy, it's probably not a meteorite. But probably the best test you can do is to find you a, uh, a, a kitchen or a bathroom tile. And on the back of uh, the design, you're going to find the unglazed side. And what you want to do is take your rock or meteorite and rub it on the back, the the unglazed side. If the uh, item leaves a streak mark, it is a rock. If there's no streak, it's a better chance you might actually have a meteor if it is heavier and if it has some of that fusion crust on it. Wage versus salary. Um, this one is one of these... You know, we use the words interchangeably. I got my salary, my wage is how much I make money, blah, 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 blah. And that's generally how you and I think about it. But in the business world, wage and salary are two very different ways of getting paid. Generally, a salary is a fixed amount of money that you get over a period of time, regardless of the number of hours a week that you work. So um, you know, you could be there as a as a salaried person. You may work 38 hours and still be paid for 40 because that's what the contract's for. Wages, on the other hand, are compensation paid to an employee usually on an hourly rate, and uh, it depends on the number of hours that you work. So there's that difference between the two. And although salaried employees are guaranteed a fixed wage, they often – there's they they come with expectations. You know, you have to go above and beyond, and that usually means that you may work more than 40 hours a week. While, on the other hand, if you are a wage employee, you have a lot more control over how many hours you work, therefore a lot more control of your personal life. But with that freedom comes a price in the form of fluctuating wages – and a lack of benefits. A lot of uh, salaried people get health care insurance, paid vacation and personal days, retirement, 401K, and all that stuff. Not so much with uh, wage-based jobs. Now, granted, there are exceptions to all these rules, but for the most part, uh, if and I, I, don't really, I bring this up because if you do find yourself looking for another job and you see that it is a wage that's comparable to your salary, now you know the difference. That probably it's not. So just some uh, things to look forward to or look at when you are reading the jobs and in between the lines. This was one of the more interesting stories I had. It almost sounds like a movie plot, but follow me on this one. I'm sure I'm butchering the names, and I I do apologize. I'm working and trying to pronounce people's names correctly, but uh, for the sake of the show right now and time, I don't really have the opportunity to do so. But there's a 23-year-old German woman. She's been charged with murder after she allegedly killed another woman who looks like her, and in order to fake her own death. Last August, a body was found in a car owned by a German-Iraqi woman named uh, haban Initially, police believed that someone murdered Shirahaban. I mean, otherwise, why would uh, this body that looks like haban is in her car and close to her neighborhood? Um, but initially, like I said, the police believed it was her, but then some doubts began. ...when they started running some DNA testing... showed that the body in the car... ...although it looked like Shirahaban, ...was not her at all. So what happened as police began to... ...uncover the sinister plot... ...they ended up dubbing it... ...the doppelganger murder... ...because social media records show... ...that the Iraqi-born German... Uh, ...actually struck up a friendship... ...with an Algerian-born German... ...beauty blogger... ...by the name of Kahadeja. Uh And apparently... ...when you look at the pictures... It will make you look twice, because not only are both of them exactly 23 years old, they look like they are identical twins. Perhaps you're even looking at a mirrored reflection. Um, and so police actually have theorized that uh, Shiradaban Shara- uh, lured Kahadajad to her Munich home in Germany, and uh, the two took a walk into the nearby woods, where Sharadaban stabbed Kahadjab several times, resulting in her death. Then Sharadaban had a friend... Help move uh, Kajada's body into her car, uh, Sharadaban's car, to make it look like it, she was particularly murdered. Police believe that uh, Sharadaban hatched up the plan to fake her own death because she wanted to go in the underground due to some family problems. Wow, really? Can't you just go underground, period, without murdering somebody? I mean, it's crazy talk. I know. Uh, anyways, police are looking for the accused murderer. Hopefully, they get their hands on them uh, on her. Uh, stinky ice cubes coming out of your ice maker. Uh, well, that means you have a, a refrigerator with a single evaporator, which is very common for most refrigerators. And, you know, it's nothing out of the ordinary, but basically means that the uh, in order for your food to remain cold or even frozen, air between the fresh food and freezer compartments is circulated with that single evaporator. And, of course, with the air moving around from one section of the fridge to the other, that means any sort of smell from... Let's see. The mystery meat pack in the back of uh, your refrigerator (laughs) could actually become a a taste form in your ice. Simple way, easy way to fix this is to clean your refrigerator's ice collection bin according to the manufacturer's instruction. Usually, it's a mixture of baking soda and warm water. Um, And then you're going to put a box or two of baking soda in uh, one into the the freezer section and one into the fridge section. That absorbs odor. It should take care of any future problems with smelly ice cubes. However. If you are thinking about getting a new refrigerator in the next year or two, you may want to think about spending a little extra cash for a dual evaporator. Um, That means that the, uh, the, the food in the fridge and the food in the freezer will never have air shared between the two.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You know, there are a lot of do-it-yourself personal finance tools all around us. And they're good for the most part. But let's be honest. Some good advice from somebody who is very well-versed in finances And overall, as a human, it's probably not a bad move for certain people. That's why you may want to consider hiring a real-life financial advisor. Um, They do exist. The issue, though, as you would imagine, with a human versus an an AI bot that tries to answer your questions, is that uh, the cost for a financial planner or financial counselor is going to be double that of any sort of these uh, financial tool software programs. But I think for big money decisions, it's not a bad idea. To go ahead and contact a financial advisor, such as a major change in your situation. Maybe you recently got married. Maybe you started a family. Maybe you're getting divorced. Uh, maybe your family's growing or shrinking. These are all major changes to your finances, and uh, one of the reasons why you should really talk with a professional to make sure that you're into the right investments, um you actually know what the the best of, uh, financial vehicles for you, such as insurance policies or mortgage, or um if you have any sort of unexpected financial problems, you know, we talk about that a lot at times. Maybe you're switching careers, getting out of a complete industry and going into another one. Or maybe you're going to start working for yourself or opening up a new business. Once again, another reason to talk to somebody professionally, a real person, not a machine. But probably the most compelling reason to reach out to a money professional is that if you come into a, a large sum of money, if you fall into like an inheritance, maybe a settlement, or even winning the lottery, um, it's no uh, you can look it up yourself, but um, you know, it's not a big surprise that people that have big windfalls of money uh, within the first five years of having it don't have a penny to, left. It's because there's poor financial planning on your part. And then finally, finally, the worst gift for newlyweds since we are getting into spring and summer, that means that uh, the, 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 uh, 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 marriages and weddings will be taking place. Uh, there was actually a recent uh, poll that found the average wedding guest will spend about $127 on a gift for a family member, about $100 for a gift for somebody that is a friend. Um, and what you, you know, a lot of times, yes, it's the gift, that, it's the thought that counts, but it doesn't for a wedding, it's the gift. That counts, all right? Um, And that's why a lot of times many couples will have a registry where you will go and they will tell you, hey, this would be nice for us to have right now. In fact, that same survey found the overwhelming majority, nearly 40% of those um, recently married, said that they prefer gifts from a registry followed by cash and then gift cards a distant third at 13%. Just 5% want gifts that are not on the registry. So if you really want to go on that 5%, Good luck to you. Let's minimize those odds that you will be invited to other things that the wedded bliss couple will be doing in the future and avoid getting these particular unwanted gifts at weddings that people said that they did receive. Number 1 was a puppy, an actual pet. Really? Come on. Uh you know, it's just that's a long-term commitment. And you don't know what the family the plans are for the newlywed couple that could be doing some traveling. Maybe one of them's allergic to a, to a dog or, or a cat or whatever. So that's you know common sense there. You wouldn't buy something like that. But um, a lot of times people tend to think if you buy those he slash her, her slash her, he slash he things, um, uh, which is kind of cute and maybe you would find it as a nice gift, but the person receiving it probably won't because couples generally start their life together out of wedding ceremony as one. But, you know, as you move through your life, you kind of have your own personality, even though you share it with somebody that you love. So that's probably why you want to, don't want to buy something of his and hers. Anything monogrammed. Unless you know exactly what their monogram is going to use, don't give them anything monogrammed, anything at all. This is going to be a hard one, especially, I would imagine, for older people. Stay away from anything traditional, like china or crystal, or enter any sort of forever item. Uh, if they didn't specifically ask for it, there's probably a good reason why they don't want it, is Maybe you know they don't have the storage for it. Maybe they're going to be traveling. Maybe they're going to be a few years before they uh, move into their forever home where they can use china and crystal and stuff like that. And then finally, avoid home decor. Buying furniture is a gift, it's it's got a lot of risk involved. Not only do you know not know if it's going to fit properly, you don't know if it's going to match the furniture that the couple already has. Same is true for art and other home decor. Leave it to them. If you really want to get them nice art and decor, take a picture of it and then tape uh, print the picture. Tape couple hundred dollars to it, and give the wedding couple that. Just a thought. So there's the show for today, Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Of course, I always welcome your comments and suggestions and feedback. C-M-A-L-O-N-E at
0: odyssey.com. That's my email address. I look forward to hearing from you. By the way, you can spell odyssey at A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,